0: still got over an hour left y'all so we might we might have a part four we might have a part four but this is good where else can we go to get the? can y'all go to go get the teachings every day we might be the, we might be the only group now this thing got to get up to over 100 people man look at this power now this is the power group we got to get this thing up to over 100 people live. That's our goal. Now, I know we got 100 people in the in the telegram and all that, but we need to get over 100 people live in the morning. In the morning. On this Zoom call. www.brotherbenlinks.com If anybody who's watching us want to click that link at the top and text that nation to that number and get the Zoom link and the passcode. So come on in here in the morning. Before we get started today, I posted this on my YouTube and I posted this on Instagram and I posted. No, I didn't post this on YouTube. I posted it on my YouTube and I posted it in the uh, Telegram. Something that I want to start doing on a daily basis and um, just give us, you know, uh, the world's thoughts and then give us the actual mind of God so we can just check ourselves and see. Man, am I following the world? Dang, how they, how they got? Because, you know, it says that, you know, Satan or the devil would deceive the whole world. And many of us, just we think that's talking about everybody but us, right? So we want to start doing this on a daily basis, well, Monday through Friday, giving a contrast to the mind of God, okay? Um, so I got in here, his ways are not our ways. Then I have, here's the world thought that we have. Uh, my actions don't matter. I'm just one person in the billion. Somebody, anybody ever had that thought before? Like, oh man, I'm just one person, man. I don't really matter that much. Well, scripture says, uh, uh, what is this? Galatians 6 and 7. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked for whatever one sows, that will he also reap. Okay. Then in the Quran, it says, Quran says, so whoever does an atom's weight of good, well, this is a, the Quran says, Surah Az Zalzala, that's 99, 7 through 8 says, so whoever does an atom's weight of good will see it, and whoever does an atom's weight of evil will see it. Okay. The second thought is, let's see if anybody had this thought before. I need to look out for myself first. Nobody else will. Woo-hoo, y'all know y'all done heard that before or you done said it come on now that's the world though i need to just look out for me because you know ain't nobody else gonna that's what they say right that's this that's in chat gpt produced this by the way chat i, I put this in chat gpt we got to start using this ai technology as a way to benefit us well this is what it gave me as the opposing thought both bob and quran emphasize love compassion and looking out for others. The Bible in Philippians uh, 2 and 3 says, Do do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves. (sighs) The Quran says in 107, 1 through 3, Have you seen him who denies the recompense? Recompense or recompense. That is he who repulses the orphan harshly, And urge is not the feeding of our miskin, the poor, doing of others. Last thought. Life is all about accumulating wealth, possessions. It's about getting that money. If you ain't getting to the bag, you ain't doing this. If you ain't doing this with the money, you ain't, right? Well, the scripture says, do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy. And where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven. For where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. Then the Quran comes back and says, competition in the worldly increase diverts you until you visit the graveyards, indicating that worldly competition of material distract from the true purpose of life. So those are the three thoughts and contrary thoughts that we wanted to present this morning all right let's get right to it because we want to get through this lecture as soon as possible so we're not gonna hold you up let's see there we go let's go
1: and as long as you're thinking emotionally subjectively over loss and pain and hurt you'll never see the big picture of the way God thinks
0: now, before we get started with this, I want to I wanna set the stage. I want to set the stage this morning. How many of y'all are going through some pain? You're going through some hurt, whether physically or mentally. you dealing with something from your past. Um, you know, you, you you stressed out about something. Uh, maybe you're going through a little depression. A big problem that you just—I mean, you can't believe—happened in your life. How many? Press the number one. Anybody going through something mentally? You just—you—you you stressed out. You going through something? Little depression? Something? You going through something now? Don't be on here telling no lies now. I know you're going through something. Okay. Now I want y'all to hold that at the forefront of your mind as before I press play. Because what the minister is about to go into is the mind of God. And remember, one of the best questions that we can ask is the question why. The best questions that we can ask is the question why. Instead of, like sister was saying yesterday, instead of how. Instead of saying how, say why. Not how could this happen to me, God. No, why? Why? Is this happening to me? But watch this What the minister teaches us Don't just ask why now Because like As you, if you You want some Why is this happening to me? No With the right spirit It ain't just Why But why With the right spirit With an open mind To try to receive His real view You ain't talking to your child now Now why Now why would you put this In the Put this in the refrigerator No that ain't how We talking to the God now we're asking in humility Why you know why give me some Understanding of why this is Happening and if we can get that Understanding you know uh, it may bring Us about peace when we understand The why but when we are victims We're gonna always be sad Woe is me okay so Keep that in the forefront of your mind as we As we listen to this next part
1: So God the wise man said Well we got to part now now I will inform you of the significance of that with which you could not have patience with me as for the boat it belonged to poor people working on the river and I intended to damage it for behind them a king who seized every boat by force see I saw what you didn't see a king was coming Seizing boats by force. These were poor people who used their boat I put a hole in the boat so the boat would sink so that when the wicked king who was confiscating boats came They wouldn't lose their boat and when the wicked king passed over He could go and get his boat patch the hole and sail on but see you couldn't have patience with me because you couldn't see And you didn't believe enough in me to walk And so you became emotional and got lost. He said, as for the boy, he said, his parents were believers. And we feared lest he should involve them in wrongdoing and disbelief. So we intended that their Lord might give them in his place one better in purity and nearer to mercy. A brother said, I heard that a brother said, when a question was asked, would you die for the minister? And a person said, I see the good that the minister is doing. If I thought the enemy would hurt him, I, I, I would die to protect him. You don't die For him You die for your children You don't even know the minister Yes I ask you How many of you know your children? You only die for your children Because they're yours You don't know What they're going to turn out You got a little baby in your arms. Hitler was a little baby too. (laughs) Every evil demon on the earth was a baby once. They cooed and (laughs) they cute. You don't know what you're holding. You don't know what you're rocking. You hope you're rocking some child of consequence. But God knows What your child is Look at what the Quran says I created you in the womb And one of you is a believer And the other is a disbeliever You don't know When you have a baby which one is And which one isn't God knows So if God saw righteous parents bringing forth a child that would bring them to grief and cause them to be involved in wrongdoing. Many of you don't even have the courage to speak to your children properly when they're involved in wrongdoing and sometimes even in your goodness you're weak. And your children involve you in wrongdoing, yes. <laughs> Mama. It's true, I'm out there selling drugs, Mama. But you, they're gonna buy it from somebody, Mama. I see you here scuffling, Mama, praying all the time for some money. Well, here I come, Mama, with the answer to your prayers. I just made. $700 selling some crack. Here, Mama, you got five. I'll take two. Mama said, Now, boy, you know you shouldn't do that, but I'll take the five. I'm going to pray for you, boy, but I got to pay this rent. <laughs> See how a righteous mother. Because of poverty and straightness of means and condition, can be led into sin by a way with son Anytime you take the money you're involved in unrighteousness yeah. <laughs> You're encouraging your boy to continue in a path even if you're poor reject the money yeah. right. For the principle of righteousness is bigger than the money and trust in God to bring you money in a more righteous way <laughs> Yeah yeah. I know you ain't applauding too heavy on that one because it's very few of us that can turn down money when it don't come righteously I was in California recently and a brother came to me and said there's a man outside Reverend so and so and so and so he has several thousand dollars that he wants to bring and put directly in your hands I said, that's very nice brother, tell him to put it in your hand and give him a receipt for it. <laughs>
2: that's, right. that's right, that's right.
1: I ain't seen the man or the money. Mm,
2: right.
1: Why you won't put the money directly in my hand? Mm. That's very nice. But that's not the way to get to me. That's right. By offering me money. Yes, he thought when he said there'd be thousands of dollars, I would say fling wide the gates. Move back, God. Let that man in. Money don't mean that much to me. You come right to me.
2: Yes, sir.
1: I was a young minister and a man bought me a beautiful briefcase. I accepted the gift. I said, Thank you for the gift, brother. I really appreciate that. I said, But if you mess up, I'm going to double the punishment to you. Because if you think you can buy me with a briefcase I just want you to know that the law is the law Don't you mess up brother, because it'll be double time for you Mm. Thank you for the briefcase (laughs) (laughs) Uh You can't be like God and let nobody buy you You can't buy God God is not a whore and any man or woman that is a whore, you're not of God. You've got to be right and stand up for a righteous principle. And don't bend on that principle. Die on that principle before you let somebody make you give up what is right for a few dollars. My son was with me when I was talking with them in Saudi Arabia. Billionaire. And I talked to them like I had the money. And they were poverty stricken. I said, I ain't come here to beg you for nothing. Allah is sufficient for me. I say, You got wealth now, but it can be taken from you in the twinkling of an eye. Did I say, son? Yes, sir. see when you try to make me a prostitute that's when you make me rise up or the God in me I don't like that I don't like nobody to think you can buy me with nothing No. and that's the way you gotta be if you want freedom liberation You don't let nobody take you off your goal for some trinket things you will get but once you give up a principle you get the thing but you're very unhappy that's why Judas after he sold Jesus out for the 30 pieces of silver he went and hung himself he couldn't enjoy the money because he lost a principle do you understand what I'm saying now I'm talking to the sisters you know your virtue is more valuable than any price that any man can give your virtue is more valuable than any price that any man can give and you must never compromise the principle upon which your virtue is based until and unless is a firm commitment to you you understand what i'm saying yeah. because usually when a man can get to you without a commitment and he don't think nothing of you and he walks away from you and then treats you like dirt emotions this man killed that baby Because he knew, in the long term, the baby would bring grief. So he took it as a baby, knowing that the Lord would give them, in the baby's place, one better in purity and nearer to mercy. Isn't that beautiful? So when you lose your children, have a miscarriage. Don't fall to pieces you don't know what's going on in the future you don't know what's in God's mind he's the best knower. yes it's painful to carry a baby for nine months or so or six months or three months and lose it it's even worse to have it for a year or two and lose it but if you lose it do you believe that God is good yeah. then trust him enough to say you give and you take away. Just make sure it's not your negligence. Because if it's your negligence, then you're going to suffer with that. But if it's God taking it, then so be it. Now, I'm going to close uh, this uh, beginning of this lecture. I'd like to close by looking at the Persian Gulf and how God is looking at it when I left Baghdad I put my hand over my heart as I said Sunday with sadness and tears from my eyes as I took off and looked at the beautiful city of Baghdad knowing that it would not be that beautiful a week from the time that I left. That was emotional, wasn't it? I looked at the people, the young men in the hotel who served us, some of them from Africa, some of them from different parts of the world, living in Iraq, working in Iraq, and as I shook their hands, I wondered would we ever see each other again? that's natural that's emotional I thought when I went to Baghdad that I should do everything I could to try to get peace because I love Muslims I love Islam and I love all those black brothers and sisters of mine and Hispanic brothers and sisters that are sitting out in the Gulf due to no fault of theirs, they just wanted a job and the white man sent them out
2: there.
1: I don't want to see my brothers die, So I said, I gotta do everything I can for the sake of peace. But when I was on my way there and I told you the little wheel Was outside of the plane, one of the wheels of what they call an unidentified flying object, flying saucer. And that red light was going. What Allah was showing me, you can't stop this. For this is what I have ordered. I'm the one behind this war. Not Bush. And I said it in my speech. I said, this don't belong to Bush nor Saddam Hussein. This is the day of God. And as I looked at Saddam Hussein, and maybe you saw him on television Mm -hmm. today in an interview that they took, after they bombed and bombed and bombed, the man comes out in a suit. That's right. right. And looking sharp. That's right. right. And he sat down and Bush looked kinda tired and beat. Yes, he did. And ain't no bomb fell on Bush. That's right. <laughs> Bush dropping all kind of bombs on this man. And he's at peace. Yeah. And he's talking about when they asked him, what chance, do you think you have a chance to win? He said, we don't have one chance in a million of losing. Not one chance in a million of losing. Now the man has just been bombed and bombed. And, and he's talking like that. Now, you, he, he didn't look crazy to me. His eyes wasn't going up and looking wild. I said, man, this, this man here is resolute. He's, he's convinced and he's ready here's the God part of it God is saying I'm going to give nations for your life you are my people I am your God you have suffered 400 years in the house of bondage and now I've come and chosen you to be my people and I'm going to be your God you're foolish people but I'm going to make you the wisest people that ever lived because I'm going to share my mind with you I'm going to bring you up into my thinking as the Prophet said this is the Lord's doing and it is marvelous in our sight for the stone that the builders rejected yes. has become the headstone of the corner see I'm gonna do this for you because I love you yes. now I'm going to sacrifice lives for you this is the way God thinks, it ain't mathematics I mean it ain't emotional, it's pure mathematics. Now look at this, he knew that the white man was coming to rule, he allowed him to rule. He ain't thinking emotional, I'm gonna let the white man rule. The angel said he's gonna create mischief and cause the shedding of blood. He said, I know that, I know that, I know that. I know that. But I know what you don't know, I know why he's permitted to do this there's a good end coming behind it. the race is not to the swift but to the one that can endure to the end the white man come and found our fathers in Africa you think God didn't see him God let him do it yes and we were brought out of Africa look how many millions of us lost our lives in the middle passage God knew it, but he ain't emotional. He ain't saying, oh, this is terrible. (laughs) What are you doing, God? I'm making a people for my glory. Well, how do you make people for your glory? I don't try them with silver and gold. Mm -hmm. I try them and prepare them in the furnace of affliction. Are some of you gonna die? But the good end is for those of your seed that can endure. I'm gonna make a strong people.
2: Yes, sir.
1: I don't want the weak ones. Go ahead. I want the strong. So the middle passage will weed out the weak ones. And only the strongest of the strong will make it from Africa to the Americas because they're gonna undergo something that no people have ever undergone and the weak ones will die out. It's like sperm coming in the vaginal tract. All the sperm don't get to the egg. It's only one. All the rest of them die and become food for the others. The race is not to the swift. God ain't emotional. Look at all the sperm that I lost. But look at the one that did the job. That's right. God don't think like you think. It ain't no emotion in it. He knew we were gonna get beat up. He said let it be. That's right. If he didn't say let it be, it wouldn't have been. That's right. Now you can look at the white man all you want. That no good white man, that dirty dog, that low down dick. Well, God is the one that put him on the track. That's right. Now, which one are you going to call God that? See, you get all emotional like that fool trying to follow a wise man. Look at this horrible thing you've done. You brought us into slavery and let us suffer like this. What kind of God is you? He said, told you you couldn't have patience with me. But Job had patience with me, and that's why he came out in the end yes. on the winning side. Can you walk with me? This is God walking you through suffering, huh? Yeah. Yeah. You see your, your fathers hung up on trees, drowned in the rivers and the lake. God said, "Let it be," because yeah. in the end, I'm going to destroy your enemies. Right. But out of that will come a people so great, unlike any generation that has ever been fashioned, because they'll be like you know the super roach and super rat. You pull all this mess on them and then they get immune to it and they start growing with it, getting fat off it. This white man, they put more death and poison on you, but look at you, brothers. Look at you. You're the strongest of the strong. That's right, sisters. You're the strongest of the strong. No other people could have undergone this and made it. You made it through. And now God is ready to bring you up into his mind. Jesus said you can't put new wine in an old wineskin. Lest the wineskin break and the wine spill out. He's trying to say, I can't put new wisdom in this old uh, vessel, so I'm gonna make you new. So when you come to the nation, Hmm. you don't come, brother, thinking that you're gonna understand everything just so. But come with the understanding that God is going to put you through something to make you something. So when you get a little buffeting over here and a little shaking over there and a little hurt over here and a little rejection over here, don't get excited because worse things happen to Jesus. Don't give up. Don't get emotional. You see what happened? I became a believer (laughs) I gave my money I sold papers (laughs) I did whatever they told me to do then what happened they had picking somebody to be a lieutenant and he passed right over me They chose that person, and they didn't work as hard as me. They didn't do as much as me. I don't see how they get I'm leaving. You mean you are gonna blow the course, man, over something like that? Right. If I had known you were such a punk, I would never have invited you to this, man. I know that's terrible language but you start acting very emotional when you don't get what you want when you want it same way with you sister you don't get what you want when you want it and you get uptight wind in your jaws. we're going to get it the boss that's what it is <laughs> just at the time and your good fortune is about to come, you will blow it with a divorce. Some of you sisters can't have patience with a man when a man don't want to work for the white man. I want to just mention that for a minute. You happy with the man as long as he working with the white man bringing home big money. Why you leave your good paying job? He said, baby, I want to do something to help myself. For what? <laughs> Wasn't you helping yourself with AT&T? <laughs> Six months later, things going down. I told you. <laughs> you should have stayed at AT&T. Now look. I'm sitting up here in this nasty apartment. They done took my TV. I can't see how the world turns no
2: more.
1: If you don't go back to AT&T, I'm going to leave you. Poor man, he comes to the FOI.
2: I'm
1: trying to do something for myself. I'm about to lose my family. You know, sisters, you got to know when you got a good man. He give you signs that this is a good man, but he needs, when he gets in a down, don't kick him. Encourage him. You can do it. Make him go for himself. You don't want no man that's always up under the white man tied to him. Right. Right. You want a man that wants to think like a man. The money is not more important than the man being a man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, brothers, that don't mean that money ain't important now. I don't want you to think that you can have a home on
2: romance. (laughs) The
1: old saying was coming along when I was a little boy that romance without finance is a nuisance. (laughs) And that's about right. In fact, If you ain't got no finance, it's hard to get some
2: romance.
1: (laughs) Uh, Let the church say amen. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) Brothers and sisters, very seriously though. The wives should encourage their husbands Keep after them To break free And if they break free Make them know that they can survive They can do it And when a woman is by your side To help you Particularly when you're down Brother when you get up Remember her When you get up Don't walk away from her when you get up Remember her and anything that you can do to make life happy for her Do it for her Don't be don't be selfish brothers. I Mean the brothers like to look sharp Don't we brothers? I mean we like them fine suits and shoes. Come on now, brother,
2: you
1: know. But you got a wife with all these run over shoes. She got a dress on that well. She done patched the dress till the dress is one patch. And you kind of glad that in the mosque they separate the brothers from the sisters so that nobody would know she's connected to you. We sharp as a tack, she raggedy as a bowl of Yakima. Whatever that is. And brothers, I'm telling you, I used to be like that. I gotta tell the truth. Say confession is good for the soul, you know. <laughs> when I was a young minister, a young man, cause I was poor and raggedy, brother. It's the truth. But I would buy them used suits out of the pawn shop. You know, somebody died and left it. <laughs> it wasn't quite my size. It looked big in the shoulders, short in the hips. What the heck? It was new. But my wife didn't have that she wear them shoes till the heel was, you know, kind of run over. And I came to Chicago one day, and the messenger's wife looked at my wife's shoes. <laughs> and she called me. She said, Brother Lewis, she said, this is a shame. I thought so much better of you than this. Look at your shoes and look at your wife. Look at your suit and look at her. He said, Sister Betsy, here, take this money and go get you a pair of shoes. That shame me down <laughs> and straighten me up. <laughs> Brother, if you got to walk in dungarees, keep your woman sharp. You get more credit in overalls.
2: <laughs>
1: walking in the mosque with clean overall brother where's your suit well you understand i iron my overalls that's the best i could do but that's my wife and them is my children and his wife is dressed brother children sharp And God will put you first Don't never put your woman last put her first Buy for her then for you, buy for the children then for you, and if there ain't nothing left then patch And walk with your woman and if some dude said look at that raggedy nigga Your wife will go smack him upside his head I'm not telling you anything wrong. That's
2: right. Right. Join. Join.
1: Join. Ah. It sounds kind of wrong. No, sir. But that's emotional. <laughs> You're looking at the thing subjectively. But if you look at it objectively, brother, as the Honorable taught us, they don't measure civilization by the man. They measure civilization by her. And sisters, that's why I'm telling you, cover and be beautiful. Because if you want to show yourself, like in the days of ignorance, your bosom out, and other parts exposed, this drags us as men don't it bro? Yes, you walking down the street with her the dogs barking
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the drunk is slobbering and you wake up when she walks by and <laughs> And you feeling bad, you want to fight everybody. Now you don't have to do that. But sister, sister, man get real jealous over what's his. And that's intelligent, brother, that's not emotional. So jealousy is an emotion, brother, but that's something to get wind in your jaws over. This is my wife. And what is hers, if she my wife, that's mine. Well I don't want you ex- examining my goods.
2: <laughs>
1: you might like what you see. Then I have to kill you for trying to get what don't belong to me. Why are y'all gonna put your husband in that shameful position? Brothers, dress her. And if you dress her, try to help her to choose garments that are beautiful but not revealing. Can you see what I'm saying, sister? You mad with me for saying that? Now, I know, sisters, when you're beautiful, you want everybody to know. I understand that's the way this world is. And you are beautiful. But sisters, don't attract men to you on that cheap principle. Because where you are beautiful, somebody else in the seat behind you. More beautiful. So if that's all you thinking on. Oh you done lost your husband already. Always going to be somebody more beautiful than you. But if you are most beautiful to him. Then you've closed his eyes. To some other beauty. And that's what you got to be doing. Closing his eyes. Yeah. And you close his eyes by being yourself. What is yourself? A righteous. a
0: righteous Muslim. Well, there it is. You almost do finally, but I know y'all got a lot of notes, don't you? Press the number three if you want to come on and share <clears throat> something that stood out to you. Press the number three if you want to come on and share. We're going to start off with power. We got power. Oh, that's Sister Sheelan.
3: Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Okay, greetings, everyone. Oh, my goodness. I'm so grateful. I know I've been around you for how many now, and you know I've been all into this mental health. So, this was a super powerful call for me. I, my knowing that the mental health is so, so important. And as you said, ET woke me up for real. I was laying there with this when the call came through, of course. And as soon as I pushed that, that button to get on there, oh my goodness. So thank you, thank you, thank you for this. It's so wonderful to know that mental health is in the forefront now because it is so very much so important. I've struggled with it for years. I struggled with it when I first came into digital real estate, came under your tutelage, your teaching, your knowledge, your wisdom, and every bit of everything that you are. It's been focused on the mind. So I've been focused on it because you've put that in my face, and I'm so thankful for this being in my face now, once again, in 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 the magnitude that it is now, I'm grateful for it. I know, as the minister said, we become. I don't know if the minister or I believe ET may have said it. Uh, how and it resonated with, with me because I became emotional and got lost in because of my mental instability. I got lost. Oh, I'm 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 so full right now because of this. The the this recent edition of the final call that speaks on that talks on. On maternal mental health, the black maternal mental health. I don't. I'm, I'm probably not saying it verbatim, but I'm so, so, so. It's it's heavy, but it's heavy in a beautiful way now because I know it's at the forefront. So, oh my goodness, I'm gonna stop right now. The minister, when the minister spoke on just just here before the call ended, and I'm so thankful. I'll get back to that. But be, me being able to speak right now is also due to you because of this mindset and this mental health that you've been on my mouth was closed I was numb I was so so sick that I couldn't even speak so me talking now I don't even I'm just grateful I'm thankful for that but the minister when they spoke on men with these trinkets I had a a, I had a man in my presence and I'm so thankful that I just heard this as well, because that has been my mindset as well. You're not going to buy me with your trinkets. Yes, I'm supposed to be be treated well and dressed well. And he, he was doing that. He had no problem with that. But with his mindset feeling like, okay, I'm dressing you and I'm, I'm doing this and that for you. But his mindset was way somewhere else. And I'm trying to communicate with him like, okay, I'm liking what you're doing. Thank you for this. But your mindset is not right. And I'm knowing my mental health is off balance. So I'm paying attention to everybody's mental health to make sure that you don't add to my madness while I'm trying to get mine together. So I'm glad to have heard that. So the minister also said I'm the strongest of the strong. And yes, I know in order for me to have went through what I've gone through and I'm gonna it's time for my story you told me that years ago so it's coming out I'm doing a little bit more every day I know that I am the strongest of the strong because of what I've gone through and I know it's time now and Allah sees it and Allah knows all and he's with me he's been with me that's how I have made it through this so now yes me being the strongest of the strong I'm it's now time for and I'm ready for God to just bring me all up into him and I know it's on its way. So thank you for yesterday's word of the day. My God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for yesterday's word of the day. That just, you're, you're amazing to me. You, you, I'm going to shut my mouth because I can go on and on. Brother Ben goodness gracious. I thank Allah for you and what you've done for me. Continue doing what you're doing because it's, it's getting to me. It's, it's. Thank you. I'm loving this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Praise be to Allah. And you're sounding strong. Well, you, you can you hear it from the diaphragm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> thank
3: you. I love it. Thank you.
0: Yes, ma'am. Yes. Praise be to Allah. I'm just giving y'all what I'm getting <laughs> from the minister. Sister, uh, Sister Kava.
4: Oh, praise be to Allah for sister Shalan's energy. I love it. Praise be to Allah. Um, I wanted to lift up the meaning and talk about when the minister um I came in a little late, but as I was coming in, he was talking about the virtue of a woman and giving some instructions. And I was a little late because I was actually on a call with another sister. And I promise you it was like so beautiful because I was saying to her about um, you know who can find a virtuous woman a virtue and i can't even the minister was saying i'm like oh wow but i wanted to delve more into and kind of even um you know define that word because as i looked the word up it really meant more um to me than i thought because it was um it was speaking about not just the virtue or the chastity that is one of the meanings um you know of a woman being chaste And and that definitely is a good meaning. But it also was speaking about, you know, just the moral goodness and the quality of something. You look at the virtual something, the quality of it, the moralness of it, the goodness of it. And it made me to think that, you know, oftentimes we think about virtue in the male-female relationship in a woman staying chaste. Um, but it also, you know, applies to all relationships. And it took me particularly to business in terms of knowing your value, your quality. And what the minister was saying is, is that if a man thinks that he can get your, um, you know, get whatever you have without offering anything of value, then, you know, oftentimes they would do it. So it just made me think of all relationships. And in particular business, like if you have a product or a service of value, but you are willing just to give it up because, you know, maybe you don't think much of it or maybe you don't, you know, you really just don't have the value, um, you know, you don't see value in yourself. You don't see value in your product or in your service that, you know, people will take it. They'll just take it if you just going to act like it's not worth it something um you know it doesn't have high value high goodness how high, high morals and then the other thing added to that was um you know the, the proverbs like who could find a virtuous woman Her a price is far worth more than rubies I, I thought about that and I thought about all of the things I was talking to this, about all of the things that that particular virtuous woman was doing without reading it you know she's She's taking care of her home. She's taking care of the children. She's going out into the marketplace. She is, you know, um, she got stuff that she's selling. I was like, oh, she sounds like she's making me tired. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm like, wow, she's doing all of that. She's counseling with her husband's friends. And, you know, she's a statesman. She's she's doing all of these things. But I was just thinking about what the minister was saying in terms of you know, don't give up. And the race is not to the swift, but to those who endure to the end. So everything is not, again, as I'm seeing all at one time. When we're looking at something we have to see the value, we have to see the process, we have to see the progress so that we can endure to the end. And the last part of enduring to the end when he was talking about um, you have to be shamed, you know, have to go down, be shame low to come up, you know, high or to be, um, you know, to straighten up. Have to be shame down low to straighten up. And it took me to the atonement process because sometimes we don't, we want to hide our shame or not acknowledge our shame. And so, you know, but in the truth and acknowledging our our shame, we can change. And that's the part of the atonement process where we have remorse. We we hear the truth, but we really remorse about it, and we strive to change. But that's the, the trinkets
2: that I got out of uh, the um, speech today. Yes, ma'am. Thank you, Sister Brianna. There we go. I solemnly,
0: everyone. I'm gonna.
5: Add to Sister Kabal's wisdom, because that's exactly what I wanted to talk about. Um, it's not for the the toughest for who can endure, and the dots only connect backwards, right? Like sometimes we don't understand why we we're going through something, but and then when we look back, then we understand this had to happen. And of course, Allah always has a plan. Um, and when Et said you was talking about mental strength. And Adam Elijah Muhammad says in how to eat to live, you can feed your body the best foods. All organic vegetables. But if you don't feed your mind the good food, then you're pretty much just negating everything. Uh, because the systems combine into one. So yeah, that was strong. That was strong. But yeah, the only connect backwards. So even if we don't understand why something's happening, then just get through it, go through it. Or just like he said, like, ask not what this is happening for, or, or as the sister said yesterday, not why this is happening, but what is it happening for? that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you.
0: Yes, ma'am. Thank you. All right, fam. We don't have any more threes. So um, what stood out to me was when he, when he was talking about Moses and the wise man and about how. Uh Moses was judging the wise man because of some things that was happening and you know when you look at something on the surface or when he was looking at it on the surface he could have been justified in saying yeah why are you poking a hole in the bowl yeah why are you the baby you're the baby you killing the baby the baby dying and um he was like you know I know what you know not basically similar to what the angel was saying in the um in the Quran so oftentimes the mind of God is almost the total opposite of what we're thinking so it's so like the best way to kind of navigate through life is just submit trust and have faith as long as we're submitting now now if we're doing wrong you you need to be having your eyes open and expecting maybe some things to go wrong but In our submission, if we just trust him, there are things that are happening in our life that appear to be bad, but they're actually good. It appeared to be detrimental, but it's actually good if we see it from the right perspective. If we don't see it from the right perspective and we don't look at it with the right attitude, we'll never get the medicine that it is striving to give us. It makes me even think about what medicine is. Medicine is a poison. If you get too much of it, it can actually kill you. This is why people are uh, said to be overdosing on some of these drugs. Well, um, with the right dosage of it, though, it can heal us. With the right dosage of it, it can be medicine. So if we look at the, the, the poison that may be in our life, if we look at the bad things that may be in our life with the right doses and the right uh, uh, doctor to give it to us, which is God, he has an active and permissive will, Um, you know, we'll go, we will, um, we'll, we'll come out better. But many times we go out and we go try to get our own drugs. See, we don't, we don't do what the doctor prescribed. Hey, take you two of these, but now we want to take four of them. So now we want to go get our own trouble. We want to go get in our own struggle. We want to cause difficulty in our own lives when we're already taught that struggle is ordained. Why are we going to go add more struggle to it? Because we want to be disobedient, be ignorant, be niggas, be emotional. We are already taught that, you know, after difficulty comes ease, and the, if this is a part of the path of becoming a God. We should already expect. It says you should. we're going to be tried once or twice a year. Come on, man. Dang, I don't want to add no more trials than that. I'm already, he done already gave me one or two a year that's coming my way. Why are we going to go add more to it? This is why we end up overdosing on life, overdosing on negativity, overdosing on stress, overdosing on these type of things uh struggle um because we're a lot of times we adding the unnecessary struggle to our lives, and then we through deceptive intelligence, attribute that to the God when maybe that may be you or that may be us, so just want to point out, man, that a lot of times man, in our lives, there is struggle, there is stress there is so-called negativity but if we look at it and ask hey god why is this happening to me with the right spirit and we see it from a different perspective we probably can find peace and a lesson in it and be able to move forward all right um
6: like Fah- I'm brother ben and everybody can you hear me bro
0: <laughs> loud and clear
6: man uh two things stood out to me you just touched on it a little bit but uh the minister said the brother got passed over right uh you know he he felt like he was laboring he felt like he was laboring so much and yet he still got passed over hey man it really just what that said to me was, was what you were just saying hey it's gonna be some difficulty but you have to be uh steadfast and you can't be emotional right he said man if you if you're if you punking out over stuff like that, that's crazy. And life is the same way, right? You know, there will be hardships. There will be things that we get disappointed uh, on your course, on your path, right? And rise above that emotion. And then, bro, the minister said, uh, you know, some of the sisters don't uh, like, uh, they, they they hate it when you don't work for the white man, right? You know, uh, when, you, when you're trying to do for self, you know, it's, a, it's an issue and that can dampen your spirit. So, amen. Um, doing for self ain't easy. Um, and it's great to have a companion, a partner that uh, that will support you and will help you. So, those were the things that stood out, big brother.
0: Yes, sir. Thank you. Hakeem. Yes, sir. Can y'all hear me? Yes, sir.
7: Okay. As salamu family. Uh it was two points that stood out to me. I just want to touch real quick. I don't wanna, you know, be the dead horse because you and the last brother just y'all y'all already touched on it. But as far as being steadfast, you know, a lot of times we don't necessarily know the mind of Allah. And we don't know where exactly he's taking us or trying to lead us. And it's not important for us to know, but it's just important for us to keep the faith and have the faith. I mean, if we say that we bear witness that the only God is Allah, he is the best knower, then it's up to us to actually represent that in believing that and saying that we believe that. And another point um working for the white man. I mean, I'm self-employed myself. I'm actually getting ready for work right now. And it's been plenty of times where myself, I've, I've almost, man, I almost went back and got a job plenty of times But something in my spirit is literally against it. I don't know what it is, but every time I get ready to go apply or every time I ask someone to help me out and looking for a job, it doesn't work out that way. And Allah, he's sufficient in everything that he delivers. So I've always been able to keep myself afloat. I may not have everything that I want and I may not be where I think that I'm supposed to be. But I know for a fact I'm where I'm supposed to be. As-salamu alaykum.
0: Salaam. All right, we got Brother Ruben, Brother Ruben. Your your background good, is it?
8: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Asalamu alaykum.
0: Walayk salaam.
8: Now I wanted to speak on uh from yesterday. It's gonna point but point, point back to today's message. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Um with a Allah can't use you if you're in your emotions reason why is because you're not getting that wisdom every day i got praying for the spirit of wisdom to come to come upon me because if i be in my emotions and this is i'm not just speaking for myself but i'm speaking if anybody can relate to this if i speak on my emotions i might be sad i might be jealous or i might be envy but when allah gives you that wisdom you can walk in okay this man has a new car I could get that new car, instead of being jealous and envious, like, oh, man, he got that new car, how can I get, instead of complaining, he's going to give you solutions, and give you understandings, okay, you got to go through this, you got to go through that, you got to go through there, you can't run a mile if you don't take the first step, so you got to take that first step, you got to take that, and not be in the emotion, yes, it's hard to not be in the emotions because we are in the flesh, but once you get into that understanding of Allah, alhamdulillah, oh, man, you, you just... You know, I'm shaking right now just speaking on this because, oh, man, it's, it's just, it's beautiful, the presence. And now another thing I was going to say is I remember, was it last week about a loss of uh, um, family members? Now, my mom, she had breast cancer in the 2017. I was literally going to sign my papers and I was going to go she yeah, found out 80s. she had breast cancer and i decided not to go and so it was my brother at home with her and it was just me i was living with my ex-wife and um something just said don't even go i just stayed with her they said her hair wasn't gonna grow once it came when it went it on, one way through the chemo her hair grew back and she didn't she did not um her cancer went away in less than six months, in about four months, and her hair grew back during the chemo. And they said, This is what? Well. This is the power of Allah. And I never knew it that He gave me the spirit of healing upon me every time, because I barely spent time with Allah, because I was always working. And it was the beautifulest thing ever. I've never understood it until I understood of the Quran, the uh, Ethiopian Bible, the Gospels, the law of Moses, all of that. Testimony is a lot. I'll
0: You're chopping up. And, and, um, you're chopping up. Can you hear now?
2: Say it again.
0: Can you hear oh. it? Uh, you hear? Kinda is still messing up, though.
8: Uh yeah. I don't know what's going on. I'ma close it out there, but assalamualaikum Everyone have a b- beautiful weekend. Peace be upon you. Walking light, walking the all oh, man, just you know the time is coming. The enemy knows his time is coming to nothing to Just stay in prayer and submit to Allah. Assalamualaikum.
0: Well, like alaikum. Wa All right, family. Well, we have been on this power call for one hour and six minutes. So I thank all of you for uh, we got Emmanuel. Go ahead, Emmanuel.
9: My mother, you can hear me, brother.
0: Yes, sir. We can hear you.
9: Oh, asalamu alaykum, my brother. Man, I, I, I love you for life, brother. Uh I didn't met you a couple of times. I came and supported you. You know, this message that the minister is speaking on. It is it, it, it hit home in, in, in so many areas. Uh I served uh a little bit of time in the military and uh, I just had one of my uh, one of my good good soldiers, he just let I me. Mean, he informed me that you know he had been going through some mental health issues, and I I've been getting hit with it myself over the last couple of years. I lost a couple of soldiers, uh, and this weekend is just a, it's, it's, a, it's it's hitting home because man, some of them guys that I that I I worked with. Were, were good men, uh, but they succumbed to you know circumstances of life, and, and a couple of them took their lives, and, and it, it hit different. Because I was in a I was in a leadership position. I was a lieutenant, but uh, just to know that. There's a uh, supreme knowledge, wisdom, and understanding to help you get through, and help you understand your trials and tribulations, and help you honor yourself, and help you develop yourself to be in relationship with other people despite how it looks on the outside. The knowledge of self is real, and once you We come into the knowledge of ourselves. We have the power to do all things. And, man, I just thank you. I thank the minister. I thank, oh, Elijah. Hmm. Master Faraj Muhammad for everything that they've laid out. Because they've laid it all out systematically for this time. It's just a wonderful thing to just be here, to be alive, to be awake, to be vibrant, and and to see everything come to pass the way it's coming to pass. I'm going to leave it at that, and I'm I'm, I'm going to let you close it, that, brother Ben. Keep going. Keep doing your work. The light shining down. It's that time. It's that time. I appreciate it, brother.
0: Praise be to Allah. I just sent you a message on uh uh on instagram too
9: yes sir all
0: right family so we're gonna go ahead and close it out we'll see you guys monday monday so i shouldn't be seeing anybody hit my email saying they was trying to log on tomorrow morning okay monday through friday is when we do the power call okay so uh, if you are listening on YouTube or you're listening maybe on Facebook, you can go to brotherbenlinks.com if you want to text to get a text message update on um, when we going live in the morning because I I kind of pushed it back to 8 a.m. a little bit. Um, so you'll get texts if there's a day where I got to miss or, hey, we got to push it back a day. You'll get all the text messages uh, so you can stay um updated so again go to www.brotherbenlinks.com and that's where you can hit that button at the top and it'll send you uh, it'll open up your text messages and then you will just send it out so thank you all for listening family y'all have a blacktastic day peace